Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Minor Touches to Major Impact Podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies, the encouragement, and the confidence they need to see their mission fully funded. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity and just as fast as the wind will move us, we are racing toward excellence. We're headed toward the kind of excellence that is attractive to providence and moves humanity to fund our mission. We refuse to leave the world as it is, no. We dream every day of the world as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, having a great time while we're doing it. We believe we can tell stories and say thank you all the way to the bank. We believe that magnificent major gifts are the results of magical minor touches. I'm David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Wow, welcome to the show and to 2022. Welcome to a brand new year. And this is our third season of the podcast. Some of you tell you, let me know you listen to the podcast from all over the world and you thrill my soul. You make me so happy and you thank me for what you learn here on this show. I do it for you. God bless you. <laughs> Congratulations, you that kept your foot on the gas at the end of the year. You pushed through. You worked all the way till December 31st, and you broke all your fundraising records. I am so proud of you. Yesterday, the students in our fundraising accelerator reported in, and I could not be more thrilled. I'm going to give you some quotes that I wrote down as they were talking. Here's one. This will be the first time that we will do ministry without dipping into our children's inheritance to pay for it. (laughs) Good for you. Another student said, I've already raised my entire budget for the year, and donors are telling me that there is more to come. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Another student said, I doubled my 2022 budget and I raised over half of it in December. It's unbelievable. Another quote, in December, I exponentially increased my impact for 22. Another quote, not saying we, us, our all the time really made a difference. Another quote, we've never done an end of year initiative before. We gained 19 new donors. Five lapsed donors started giving again. We picked up two more monthly donors. Several of our monthly donors even gave more, and we're now at 60% of being fully funded. Isn't that amazing? On January 1, how awesome is that? Another quote, this group has helped make fundraising part of the DNA of my ministry. Another quote, we increased our 22 budget by $60,000. Half of our matching gift came in on December 31. 
Woo, amazing. Another quote, several donors who hadn't given in years started giving again. Several friends of friends that I didn't know started giving. We more than doubled what we did last year and we're $7,000 over. One last quote, to do this with a group was so encouraging. We have blown away our previous end of year campaigns. Oh, to all of you, I am so happy. I'm so happy for you. You didn't shut down. You didn't stop working, but you realized that the last week of the year was the most lucrative for fundraising, and you hung in there even until December 31, and you sent those last few emails. You did it, and it paid off. But listen, the work is is not over. Now we move into the thanking and reporting phase of fundraising. December was all about asking. We worked hard to tell our story, our constituent story, our donor story, and our legacy stories. All year long we told stories. But in December, especially that last week, we stopped telling stories and we asked for money and the money rolled in. (laughs) But don't fool yourself. The work of fundraising is not over. Successful fundraisers follow a rhythm of asking, thanking, and reporting. December was the biggest asking month of the year. Now we are in the thanking and the reporting phase. Now, how you leave this asking phase determines how you'll land in the next thanking, reporting, and then the next asking phase. Here in January, you are already priming the pump for the time when you will ask again. What you do now is extremely important. Now, a lot of you have told me that you have a number, a great number, of first-time donors. You grabbed some new folks to come in. Uh, That is so exciting. Now, listen to me. Let me tell you something about first-time donors. Do not forget the statistic that for every new first-time donor that you got, only two for every 10 that you got, statistically, Only two will ever give again. Those eight donors, they're not going to stop giving. They're just going to move on to the next organization that asks them. Now, with some effort, with some effort, you can keep those eight donors that usually, normally, statistically, they move on to the next organization. How do you do that? You engage them first by thanking them. If they're new, be personal. Find a way to be personal with them. Make sure you're writing great thank you notes. If you haven't studied my resource to write better thank you notes, then you can click the link in the show notes and you can download my free resource. That is my most downloaded resource. And people have downloaded that thing by the thousands all over the world. I get feedback from all over the world, people everywhere 
thanking me for that one resource. So if you've never downloaded that resource, click the link in the show notes and get my free resource. It's called How to Get That Elusive Second Gift by Writing Better Thank Yous. So there's a good way to write thank yous. There's a great way to write thank yous. And sadly, there's a poor way to write thank yous. Most nonprofits do it the poor way. They're dull as dishwater. <laughs> Leave no mark on the donor's uh, memory. It doesn't touch them in their heart, but you can change all that. So send thank yous. If it's their first time, get a couple of folks on your board to write a thank you note and then send them your uh, welcome packet and make that statistic that 80% of first-time donors never give a second gift. Make that wrong for your organization. I'm telling you, with your effort, you can change that. You'll want to email your donors and let them know where you landed in your end-of-year push. They want to know, how did we end up? Are we a winning team? So I don't care where you landed as far as if you met your goals or if you didn't, make sure that you're positive when you report. I don't care where you're at. If you didn't get but two of the 10 new donors, that was your push. I don't care if you got a 1,000 of the 150,000. Hey, post, um, frame it in a positive way. We didn't get all that we wanted, but we're so thankful for you that participated and then give them the credit for the change that their gifts are already making. Listen, it is not uncommon that when your supporters see what you missed, They'll turn around and write a second, sometimes even a third gift and say, no, you got this close. You got this much. We're going to make it 100 uh, percent. Uh, if you I'll put a link in the show notes that links back to this blog post, I put up uh, a picture. I want you to look. I'll give you a, a couple of uh examples of some great reporting. I love Jeff and Yvonne Weinstein. They work in Uganda. I love their social media posts. I love their emails. They, I, I encourage you, sign up for their email list. <laughs> Send them some money and help them along in their mission. They are doing fundraising right. And they have a little post here in social media that I saw on Facebook. I'm one of their supporters, so I see everything about them. Status, this was just before the end of the year, 47% of the goal, or maybe this was sent after at the end. I want to think she's told, Yvonne's told us that they're at around maybe 60% now here uh, in January, but we're so thankful. They didn't meet their whole goal, but she frames it in such positive terms. We're so thankful to our friends and family and even some people we don't know. Isn't that cool, she says, who have given gifts to bless the people of northern Uganda in 2022. Now notice she gives credit to the donors for blessing the people in Uganda. She didn't say for helping our organization. She gives them the credit for blessing the people where they do their work. And then she says, oh, I just love this. I'll let you in on a dirty little secret. And then she talks about how she gets up 
in the night. Uh, she's on the other side of the world just to see uh, all the fundraising that has happened while she's asleep. <laughs> and she just says, go ahead and make me happy. I also want to, if you click the link in the show notes, it'll take you to the blog post and you can see just a copy of an email that I sent last year. And it just says, Dear Donor, I call them by the first name. I always highlight the dear and their name. Always highlight that. I make that bold. We love to see our name in print. We love to hear our name spoken. So capitalize on that, Dear David. And then my my email says, Years ago, Dr. Carl Menninger of the Menninger Clinic was asked, If someone felt a nervous breakdown coming on, what would you suggest they do? His reply, Find someone else with a problem, a serious one. Get involved with that individual, helping them solve their problem. Here's what Dr. Minniger knew. He knew that when you help someone else solve their problems, your own problems get smaller. He knew that you'd no longer be thinking internally, letting things gnaw at your stomach and getting disturbed about yourself. Now, here's how that applies to you. This is my email. I'm still reading it to you. Because you got involved in raising up the next generation of leaders in Bethlehem, your mental health in 2021 will be better. (laughs) I know, right? This is my email that I sent to my donors a year ago. And then I continue, with your help, we went over the top in our matching giving emphasis, $81,353. I cannot thank you enough. And then it's important in your email, give the credit to the donor for what they paid for. And in my email, I say, click the link in the show notes and look at this and then craft your own, uh, copy it, use it, change what you need to, but use it. I say, You are providing strategic international opportunity for educators and influence to train tomorrow's Middle East leaders. You paid for playground equipment and student desk, projectors, smart boards. You bought teacher's desk, whiteboards, shelves, and a laptop. Inside each classroom, you bought benches, umbrellas. You paid for a water fountain, climbing toys, and a mat for the playground. You are raising up future family leaders, education leaders, government leaders, media leaders, celebration arts leaders, faith leaders, business leaders, and in another line, I say, you sent potential nervous breakdowns scurrying like scalded dogs. Look how amazing you are. Thanks one more time. And then I sign off mentally, healthily, health, mentally healthy and sharp in 2021. David. You'll want to send out an email, send it electronic. If you wanted to print it, I guess you could, but honestly, I would just send it in an email if I had a donor or two, especially large uh, major donors who don't do email, then I might print it and send it to them in the mail. But you'll want to let your supporters know how you ended up your end of the year giving campaign and then tell them how amazing they are. Give them the credit for what the money will be spent for. You, here's what you have bought. Here's what you're paying for. Let them know. 
uh, you're already making a difference in and then name the place where you're doing your your uh, your outreach and you're doing your mission. Thank them one more time. Make sure this is a positive report. Okay. That really is our show for today. I just want to remind you and give you a couple of resources and some examples that you need to very quickly here in the first week of the year, you need to report in and make sure that your supporters know where you ended up. And if you didn't quite make your goal, put it, cast it in a positive light. We hoped to get more, but we are just celebrating like crazy for what came in. And you might be surprised that some some, some of your supporters who know, like, love, and trust you and are invested already, they might give you a call. They might get in touch and say, hey, let's, how much do you need? Just give me a number. I want to make up what you didn't get. And I have had some clients get 100% of their campaign funded in the first two weeks of January. So it's not over with. It's not all done. People will still give to help you reach your goal. So let them know where you're at. If you're over the top, tell them for goodness sake, yes, celebrate. Let them know that they are on one absolutely incredible and amazing winning team. Listen, our group, our fundraising accelerator group would love to help you in 2022 with your fundraising. And to give you a taste of what we do, I'm giving you the opportunity to attend for free when we meet again in two weeks. Now, space is limited. I just don't have the bandwidth to take a lot of people. But if you sign up early, uh, reserve your spot and come be with us. It's for free. I'm going to be teaching our students inside the accelerator how to just take a calendar and do strategic planning. Just really quickly, we're going to do it in about an hour and a half usually. And they're going to have a plan for asking and for thanking and for reporting in 2022. So if you click the link in the show notes and sign up to attend one day for free, you can come in for free. I will send you the link. If you sign up, I will give you the way to get into our class and you can join us for free. If you want to know more about it, you can also click the link in the show notes. And I've made a, a page Uh, on my webpage that just sort of explains a little bit more about it. Okay, I mean it when I say 2022 will be our best year yet. I believe it with all my heart. So before I go, I'm going to send you off with positive affirmations as I always do. We are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way. And because the world is a better place when when we are at our best, excellence is our passionate pursuit. We're not begging. We're not pleading. We're inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, and to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oakes saying, don't forget, (laughs) it's the minor touches that bring the major impact. So long.